Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, hello, hello. We are live wrestling daily here on a Thursday. It is not Alex McCarthy. It is me, the True Hill Phenom SP3, in the chair with Miss Lady Dynamite, Lady Rampage. Now she is Lady Saudi Arabia, Lady Crown Jewel. I'm absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Well, yes, we are here for the Crown Jewel Post Show. Steph Chase, how are you doing today? Um, I'm doing well, but I, I do want to say, for like straight off the bat, um, because I did just watch Crown Jewel, that um, this is not a show I would have watched uh, by my own choice uh, at all. Um, that I I wouldn't have if if we weren't doing the show. But I understand. Um, with wrestling daily and being part of the wrestling media that we do have to cover it. But I think it's also important to say that I don't support the show. I don't think WWE should be doing the show. And I have also the um, money that I would get paid for today's stream have donated to Amnesty International. So I just want everyone watching to know that, that me reviewing and talking about the show is not in any way an endorsement uh, of Crown Jewel and, and WWE doing this. So I just wanted to put that out there, but thank you SV3 and I'm happy to, to be with you today. I am happy to be with you. I always am happy to be with my Wrestling Daily sister. And those are great words. I totally agree with you. Let me know the information. I'd be more than willing to uh, sacrifice my pay because I'm already getting in trouble with my wife because I was on uh, a stream doing a watch along for this. And I already said <laughs> over on that watch along, our Super Chat donations are going to charity. So I would love to take part in that. Be like a Wrestling Daily type crown jewel uh, yeah. charity endorsement because we don't endorse the show that we are about to review but we are here after following the close of wwe mm -hmm. crown jewel or as i like to call it sweet saudi money six um <laughs> we saw a lot go down and of course as usual if you are here with us live on wrestling daily youtube channel drop us a thumbs up share this video with all your wrestling fans friends and family on all your favorite social media platforms if you are 
are new to the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell to stay notified. Of course, you can have your voice be heard. What did you think about Crown Jewel Sweet Saudi Money 6 right here? WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily and become a part of the elite Good Egg community. We got a bunch of them in the live chat here. We got uh, Cyclone here with us. Uh, we got Hector Rodriguez here with us as well. Yes, Hector, I've had to. It's a long show. Okay. It's like four hours. (laughs) Five hours if you count the pre-show. Like I thought the show was going to end at at 8.35 UK time, 1.35 where I'm at. And then it didn't. I told my wife, oh, it's going to be, I'm going to be on the watch along for about like two hours. Then I'll do the post-show. I'll be done in like two and a half, possibly three hours. And we're going into the third hour already. So I'm in trouble. But I am here with you guys sacrificing because I had to talk to the elite good egg community right here on Wrestling Daily. But yes, let's talk about what we just saw at Crown Jewel. The main event was Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, this was probably as good of a match as they could have under the, the circumstances of where they were. Uh, Brock Lesnar looked amazing. He was in great shape. He, The new uh, you know farmer with the ponytail look was broken. Uh, here he's hitting the suplexes hits the the f5 uh roman reverses a second f5 into the choke both men are are down after an f5 knocks the referee out of the ring and paul Heyman, the the torn lover in this love triangle threw the universal championship in between both men and said do with it you know what to do with it and just turns around we don't know who who that was meant for uh brock wins a tug of war gets the title then the usos come in with the double super kick roman uh connects with the title belt shot and he defeats brock lesnar what did you think about this main event here steph I thought it was fine. I thought they hit the big spots well. Um, uh, I thought the the drama like could have been higher, but I think it was probably the setting. And uh, it's you know they've left it open for a rematch, and that's probably the way we thought it was going to go. I think everyone thought Wilman was going to win, and obviously these two are going to collide again. But perfectly fine. Um, they set they do work well together. I think um, Brock and Brock did look very good. I like ponytail Brock. I do. I do. I, I do, do as well. <laughs> so where do you where do you think they go from here? Because I was under the the belief that I thought that you know Brock had to win to kind of continue the story. Like I oh, like really? what they did. Yeah, because I like what they did with Heyman, where we didn't uh-huh. know who he was drawn to. But I felt like to continue the story or bring in a new twist to it, Roman had to lose the title because then it's like, how is Roman going to react to Heyman? And I felt like that was the way to get us to like WrestleMania for a second matchup. But what do you think is next between uh, Roman and Brock? Um, I think next is WrestleMania. I think that what Brock has is good reason for um, a rematch because he did cover Roman for more than three when there was no referee around. Um, So I think he's got that. And I think that the, the Paul Heyman thing, like we haven't, worked out exactly where his loyalties lie if he even has loyalties it seems kind of you know the way he reacted there just throwing the belt in and then leaving them with roman the winner makes it feel like he is loyal to what whichever guy has the gold at the end of the day um so i think that 
WrestleMania is probably a good point for it if we have a little break from Brock, maybe till the Royal Rumble, because I just don't trust the storytelling um, capabilities of WWE to go another couple of months of any Roman Brock Paul like triangleness. I think that you can get rid of Brock till the Rumble. Uh, Roman can go through some other guys and then he can reappear. Maybe Brock could actually win the Rumble to get um, a match with Roman because Roman's not going to give it to him. Yeah. Uh, something like that but I, I think Wrestlemania is where we're headed I think a match like this uh, Wrestlemania is really the stage for it anyway um, and I think once they they build it well they'll they'll get good heat and crowd reaction at, at Mania for it yeah I think I think you're totally right like the way they ended things it does open the door I think they did it the right way for yeah. you know as much as the the match was abbreviated for sure because I felt like mm-hmm. a, a couple of the other matches went a little bit long the match right yeah. before it as well yeah. as the opener went very long but honestly the opener and the match before Brock and Roman made this by far you know we we've said our feelings on these saudi arabia events this was the best saudi arabia uh pay-per-view in my opinion based on those two matches but we want to hear from you guys what you thought about the main event do you think we're getting brock and roman at wrestlemania how does the story progress wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily let us know what you thought about the pay-per-view what you thought about the main event and the opener which was inside hell in a cell you had the rated the rated R superstar Edge going one-on-one with Seth Rollins. This had all the big spots you would expect from the Hell in a Cell match stuff. You had steel chairs, you had tables, you had a couple of callbacks. I like that uh, Edge bringing the callback from his last Hell in a Cell match against Undertaker with the top rope elbow drop with the steel chair when uh, Mick Foley told him he had to get into his darker side after being with uh, Vicky Guerrero all the way back in 2008. Uh, We had callbacks to the match in Madison Square Garden where Seth was super kicking uh, Edge. He put a chain around his uh, boot and gave him a super kick that way, which I thought was one of the best spots of the match. But then Edge got the advantage. He hit a series of super kicks. He hit his cross face with a wrench in Seth's mouth and then hit the curb stomp on a steel chair. So basically everything went full circle. The whole feud started seven years ago when uh, Seth threatened to stomp Edge on his surgically repaired neck and Edge has finally stomped Seth Rollins here at Crown Jewel. I thought that this was better than any of the other Hell in a Cell matches we've seen this year, and arguably the best, no, it's not arguably, it's pretty easily one of the best Saudi Arabia matches that WWE has ever had, because I couldn't even name you what would be second place. This was great. What did you think about the opener inside Hell in a Cell, Seth? Um, I can't speak. To, this is the first Saudi show I've, I've watched, so I can't speak to if it's the best uh, match that I've seen on a Saudi show. Um, I did think it was like the best match of the night, but I do feel like it. There's a lot that you mentioned there about their history and everything, but I think with how badly WWE presents things that that doesn't even like fully get over and I think if Hell in a Cell wasn't diluted so much it would have meant something like Michael Cole commentary is talking about uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker in the first Hell in a Cell when Kane emerged and I'm sitting thinking like yeah that back when Hell in a Cell meant something but back when you weren't doing it on Raw at the pay-per-view Smackdown and wherever else you take the fancy this is a a match and a feud uh, with all their history that is actually worthy of being in Hell in a Cell but yeah in, in, in another era where the worthy match has gotten in the cell um but it was a it was a 
a spot fest of like uh, violent and kind of meaningful within the storyline spots, but very like well done. It was enjoyable. I did laugh at the end though with how long they lingered on Edge in the ring to do his like awful melodrama acting. I was just like, just like, what are they doing? It felt like about twenty minutes watching this man's face trying to like convey that he's you know so can't believe he's ended this war with Seth Rollins so it's just like okay uh, you know I, I was but <laughs> I did think it was the, the best match on the show I think it was the, the most entertaining match that those two have had together um yeah yeah, sorry, I can't be more positive on it. That's that's as high as I can go. I am totally fine with you. I, I thought it was ridiculous. I think earlier in the week, I saw someone ask the question, what's the better feud? Hangman Page versus Kenny Omega or Edge versus Seth Rollins? And I was like, you guys don't know how to have a, you guys don't know how to have a good WWE feud without comparing it to something that's easily I'm not much better than it. Comment on that at all, or I'll just get myself in more trouble. Like I'm not going to comment on that question. <laughs> I gave you the easy alley oop. I gave you the easy alley oop there. If you wanted to dunk on that, <laughs> like after my, after my. Who's watching SmackDown or Suzuki and Brian tweet? I'm staying out of commenting on. But I think that that one tweet gives my answers to any questions that are uh, any in any way related to who's watching what. <laughs> I, I love the fact that Taz is following you on uh, Twitter because he said the exact same line on commentary <laughs> during the match. But <laughs> next, next on the show. <laughs> After the Hell in a Cell was uh, Mansoor, or as I like to call him, Saudi Arabia Undertaker, going one-on-one -on -one <laughs> with uh, Mustafa Ali. I thought that this was a very solid matchup. Ali um, misses a 450 splash, and then Mansoor connects with a uh, springboard neckbreaker. What did you think about uh, these two guys mixing it up? And what do you think about uh, um, Mustafa? Uh, Mustafa, excuse me, Mustafa Ali uh, saying that he's donating his pay from the show to charity. What did you think about the match in that? Yeah, I think that's uh, amazing of Ali. That's not the first time that he's uh, done this, but Ali and probably Sami Zayn are the two people that are like the conscience of WWE um, with what they do. Uh, Sami Zayn, of course, not seen today, but um, <laughs> Ali is a great man. And actually, like I thought this this match was, was good. Of course, Ali is going to be good. And uh, I have really... He is, I interviewed him recently um, around the time of, of WrestleMania. And when I was watching this match, I actually, I watched it with Benno. And what we talked about during this match was just how one day uh, when Ali is released and goes to AW, he is going to be like one of the biggest wrestlers um, in recent years because he has everything. Um, he has all the tools. He, th he thinks about the, the storylines. He's so intelligent. Like when I spoke to him about uh, everything that went on with um, what were they called retribution, uh, all of this, and then him telling me what he wanted to convey with him and Mansoor. And I, I think that he is doing a lot more than they're even allowing him to do. And I think even... Yeah. You know, and he's great. He's just, he's so great and so, so underutilized. I don't think he's, 
ever getting anywhere where he is now. But I, I am sure that one day we will be talking about Ali as a huge, huge star once he is allowed to be himself and, and do his own thing. But he is um, he's really helped Mansoor a lot. And that's good to see. Yeah, helping the progression. Uh, following the matchup, we had, I got to get this uh, name right, uh, Ali jumped Mansoor and then Olympian, Saudi Arabia Olympian, Tariq Hamidi, uh, silver medalist in Taekwondo at this year's Olympus, uh, knocked out Ali with a roundhouse kick. I thought that mm-hmm. uh, that was a nice little moment for the crowd out there. And he had a better roundhouse kiss than almost. That's for <laughs> sure. So, Not surprised. <laughs> not surprising. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But speaking of Omos, we had uh, Omos and AJ Styles versus RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team titles next. I thought that the entrance was one of the highlights of the night with uh, Riddle replacing his scooter with the camel while while Randy Orton just walks to the ring. I thought that that was one of the funniest visuals. It was. It, it, was. it, it, it was. Camels are great. Uh, it's lovely to see camels. Um <laughs> And yeah, I can see Riddle getting along with camels. <laughs> Absolutely, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they just chew along. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to, I have to, you know, give you the floor for this match as well as the next match because I actually had an interview with the Impact Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers, around the time of the finish of this match Very and the nice. next match. So, yes, yes, check that out. That's going to be on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel and audio on Talk Sports. Thank you, Alex McCarthy. Um, but 
it basically uh riddle and orton got the victory rk bro retained this the raw tag team titles after uh an rko by orton and then the floating bro excuse me floating bro by uh riddle and then the other match after that was uh selena vega defeating dewdrop to win the queen's crown tournament easily by like double the longest queen's crown tournament matchup that they had at about uh, still short <laughs> obviously still short uh what did you think about these two matches here um i thought the finish of the uh rk bro aj and omos match was really good like the rko out of nowhere is always great he hits up perfectly aj's great gadget with and then topping off with the floating bro so uh that match it was enjoyable um which you would expect having the guys you had in it selena vega and dewdrop where do i start um the finish of this selena getting a code red and dewdrop i could not believe that um i thought you know this queen's crown um tournament it has been an absolute disgrace like disgrace and it's one of those things where you know they're giving they're giving this to the women because the men have king of the ring so they now feel that they have to give the woman the same thing but it is actually worse to give women this tournament then it is to just not give them a tournament because the matches has have all been so short it has just been a complete joke like a joke and and it's you know the only women they want to give anything to are are becky sasha charlotte you know the the four horse women and it just shows you what they think of, of the women that aren't part of that group they're nothing yeah. this whole tournament was a disgrace uh selena like selena is great but i would have at least tried to make make dewdrop by having her win this and i think that she could have maybe turned the queen um gimmick into something positive because she's not the traditional female wwe superstar but no they just gave it to selena who is just going to effectively just play a bitch role because that's the only thing they can write for women anyway so like that's the easiest thing she's just going to be like charlotte or any other heel or like sasha when she's a heel just someone that walks around saying that they're the best and <laughs> that's it but she'll have a crown this time you know it's so so stupid um and i think dewdrop piper niven um is a very good wrestler and it would be great if she was being booked by someone other than vince mcmahon because i, I think whatever kind of positive um spin or positiveness people want to see, see in this i think where it comes from probably tells you what it's all about and she didn't even manage to win this tournament like beating like that so quickly by seeing a you know just with the code red and like selena like keeping her down like that come on uh, it was just no no but it was very a, a fitting end to a tournament like this that is the best way to put it it's a fitting end to what the queen's crown tournament like they could have used this to elevate someone new but instead yeah. they took someone who had a total of one victory in the past year before the yes. tournament started to become the queen of the ring and i i only believe that i i kind of called zelina vega winning this on a pre-show that i did on sports keto wrestling because of the king of the ring tournament having two baby faces in the match yeah. it only made sense they were going to go you yeah. have to think like wwe they were going to give it to a heel for the queen's crown yeah, yeah. they don't know how to book baby faces in either of and those roles <laughs> and xavier is going to be allowed to be like 
be good with the whole king thing he's going to be allowed to be a good guy he's he can keep it within his new day character he's probably like going to be funny but it's not going to be an annoy like a heel thing like we've seen with baron corbin you know it's just not going to be like that but with the women it's just like she can just prance around be a bitch and that's all the writing that we need to do you know i would have loved to have seen like dewdrop trying to even like even though WWE can't do something like this without you know sincerely but you know being I just saw the freaking be a star ad on this pay-per-view if you had to drop being the queen and basically spreading a like a you know we're all queens ladies like we're all great like that kind yeah. of thing like like positivity that it's just women women aren't allowed to do that so yeah. No, no, no. You are definitely spot on there, uh, Steph. But let's talk about the King of the Ring uh, finals because I thought that this was one of the the better matches on the card. Yeah. Uh, both guys worked really hard. It was a lot of back and forth action, uh, a lot of great near falls as well because you thought at one point uh, Balor was going to win after he hits like the shotgun drop kick. He mm-hmm. goes for the coup de gras. You thought Xavier was going to win with the Mighty Scrolls cradle, but he he gets the victory with the walk the rope walk uh elbow drop which is one of the better finishers out there and he never gets to really use it uh only in like tag team matches so it was a great match and a great moment for xavier woods all hail king woods somebody you know for for one of the rare times wwe gave us what we wanted we know how much xavier woods wanted this moment it's a shame it had to happen on this show but it was a great moment for him as this was his kofi mania this was his big e cash in because you know out of all the members of the New Day, it's not that likely that he's going to win the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship. So it's great that he got what he's been dreaming for for so many years on this show. So what did you think about the match and the moment for Woods? Very good match. If I was just watching it, knowing nothing about Xavier Woods, um, I would have thought that it could go either way. Yeah. However, as, as you said, like Xavier, it's probably thanks to Xavier that we've been having King of the Ring like resurrected. This for some reason, this is what this man loves. And they gave it to him. I wish they would have given him a wittier cape that actually was capable of staying on a human. Um but I think that the only like sadness that I felt like when he won, I was like, that's great. Like this is what he wanted. He absolutely deserves it. And Kofi and Biggie have had their big moments but it it should have happened at a wrestlemania or or something like it should have yeah. happened at a, at a better stage for him where he yes would have gotten a better cape you know because it was just a bit like he wins it and then he has to go to this like far off corner sit in a chair and he was working at his best like looking at the camera going i'm the king now you'll cut when i say like all of that he's probably going to do a great job with the gimmick uh good for him but yeah it should have happened elsewhere <laughs> 100% agree with you. And it would have got a much bigger reaction yes. as well. So yeah. that would have been even yeah. better for him. So hopefully Raw, they give him some type, or no, SmackDown tomorrow, actually. He's going to yeah. be part of SmackDown now. Do you think they're going to do anything with Woods off of this victory? Because when you look at the SmackDown roster, you have Drew McIntyre now that can go against Roman after this victory. Of course, we're mm-hmm. talking about, you know, Brock Lesnar probably being the plan for like a Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, but we have months before that. Would it make sense for them to get behind Xavier Woods and make him a challenger for Roman Reigns? It would be awesome if they did. Uh, there's You could definitely try and make him a challenger because 
him winning this should mean something like it should mean that he's in line to challenge for for the world title or else there's no point like he literally just got a new outfit and not even a good one um but i think that for them the way they book the new day they just will pick one of them and say we're doing single stuff with you and then the other two have to be the two left so I, it's like just the the idea of the new day are they're a group that really should never break up and should be able to do their own thing and i think in like a more competently booked company like that could absolutely work they could all be off on great singles ones but uh, just not really the way that they work but i i do think that it will be so daft if we go back to smackdown and Xavier is just the same as he's always been as far as his placement in the card uh, and everything like that. It's, you know, they have to do something with him and he should, he should get a shot. And, you know, Roman needs some new interesting challengers. If we are working towards another match with Brock, like he, he should have someone to defend the, against it the new year or the Royal Rumble. Like he's the freaking king. Have him, have him get a shot at the Royal Rumble. Let's do it. And it would interplay with, uh, you know, Survivor Series because Survivor Series, yeah. we're going to get Universal Champion versus WWE Champion. Before we talk about the WWE Championship matchup, before the King of the Ring finals, you had Goldberg uh, defeating Bobby Lashley in a no-holds-barred match, false count anywhere. I thought that this was much better than I expected. And easily the best Goldberg match in Saudi Arabia because one match he killed The Fiend when it was the hottest character in the yeah. business. And the other match he almost killed The Undertaker. So, <laughs> so this was the best. But the yet match. he had threatened to kill Bobby Lashley. <laughs> this man does a lot of killing, ladies and gentlemen, is what we're trying to say. But Goldberg got the victory with a spear off the stage through a table, which I didn't expect Goldberg to do that type of spot. So what did you think about this little fun brawl, I thought, for uh, Lashley and Goldberg? I thought that the spear at the end looked spectacular. Um, it did. It looked very good. Uh, but I just feel sorry for Bobby Lashley. He's certainly someone that has been one of the absolute best people in WWE to watch over the past year. And seeing him lying in a broken table with Goldberg, you know, in victory, being like, that's for my son, all that's, oh, I was just like, her, Bobby Lashley. I think I've said before, nothing annoys me more than wrestlers fighting over the honor of their near adult sons. Uh, <laughs> nothing makes me more stupid. But um, I, I think this was one of Goldberg's best performances in recent memory. I'm not a, a fan of bringing him back. And if he's got anything to offer, it is just some really dynamic like power moves and yeah i that was cool i it's just sad it had to happen to bobby <laughs> the bobby's been great how good has bobby lashley been and like this being <laughs> something that happens to him is just i mean this guy was so dominant i just wish he would be able to beat goldberg <laughs> It, it, it's very surprising that they they, they did this, but it makes sense because Goldberg had to get his win back from yeah. SummerSlam, and Goldberg wasn't drafted in the WWE draft. And like we said, Roman doesn't have a lot of opponents. Oh, he never no. got yes, he never got to verse Goldberg at WrestleMania 36. Oh, so no. I wouldn't be I surprised. Can't, can't wait for the Usos to kidnap Gage. <laughs> 
They're gonna do a kidnap. They're gonna kidnap Gage. That's how you get into a feud with Goldberg. You go after his son, and they're gonna yeah. kidnap Gage, and they're and gonna then induct he him into the bloodline. Random kids at the end, and they're like, "This is like I'm reminding him of his son." <laughs> oh yes, what a moment! What a moment! <laughs> Goldberg, like defender of the children. What? Goldberg for the kids, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like looking at these these children though. It's like so gold, like what Goldberg's their their guy. I just can't believe. It. Doesn't that show you though how bad they are? It's just creating like a baby face that like appeals to like the youth generation. That like that Goldberg's the person. Goldberg is of... connected with the youth. They think of him as grandpa, as a grandpa. <laughs> Hey, oh. hey, I'm just saying, I'm thinking logically, I'm thinking with my WWE hat, we got right. John Aries saying, why are you speaking Goldberg Roman into existence? Because you know they're thinking about it. You know they're yeah. this this win will pay off more to, a, it's more likely to pay off to a universal title match than Xavier's win in the King of the Ring finals. If anybody can say I'm wrong, WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. If you disagree, give Sadly, me some Sadly, you're not wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, But speaking of the WWE Championship, Big E and Drew McIntyre had a very good matchup. I thought I was very surprised by a lot of the near falls in this one. Um, You know, I I think they've been doing a great job of building up Big E. But me, honestly, I didn't expect him to kick out of a Claymore because Claymore has been one of the more protected finishers. And the fact that he kicked out of that, that surprised me. That hooked me into this matchup a little bit more. Also, Drew McIntyre kicked out of the big ending, but Big he kicked a um hit a second big ending to get the victory here what did you think about uh this very good matchup between the two men and they showed a little bit of respect afterwards yeah absolutely very good biggie had to win but it is worth keeping drew mcintyre strong he is someone yeah. unlike Goldberg. Drew, drew is worth it and i think that these two work very well together i'd like to see them face each other again and i did like the the, res- the respect that they should have for each other so it's good and it was um a good little kind of beginning match in in what i hope is a good long reign for biggie Absolutely agree with you. Who do you think is next for Big E over on uh, Monday Night Raw? Gosh, uh, that's a real. I I really don't know. That's a really hard question. Here are my options: Goldberg. I think I think honestly, um, Seth Rollins is known for losing uh, big feuds and then going into the championship scene. Oh, so I could see that. Oh, I that's could what I see, see that. I, yeah. I, like, I like Keith Lee as a good Keith? shout out. I would love for that. I would love for that, but uh, do I see anything out great happening with Keith Lee? No. Um, I, I would say Seth Rollins is a more likely choice or even freaking Edge. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Edge is like, I want to verse him. Let me verse him, guys. Um, and, and, get 30, and get 35 minutes. <laughs> Edge in those booking meetings again. Yep, yep. Absolutely. And then finally, the final match that we have left to review, it was Becky Lynch getting the victory over Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair in a triple threat match. And these girls went out and had a hell of a matchup, a lot of great action. I would say outside of the opener, the Hell in a Cell match, this was probably the second best match on the night. 
um, uh, Bianca Belair with her power moves. At one point, she has uh, Sasha on her back, and uh, Becky's giving her both of them the disarmor, and she lifts them both up on her back, which was ridiculous in my eyes. She looked like she was on the verge of getting the victory when she hits the KOD, but Sasha throws her out of the ring, and Sasha comes in to try to get the cover, but Becky rolls her up and holds on to the bottom rope to get the victory and retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. So my question for you, Steph, what did you think about the match? And are we about to get a swapsies between Becky and Charlotte? I think we're going to get a swapsies. And it's just so freaking stupid to name your belts after your main belts after TV shows. Okay. That's so dumb. So dumb. Like what, what if you said to someone on the street that like, I'm the smackdown women's champion people wouldn't know what the hell that meant but at least if you tell, told them that you you're the like women's world champion they would think whoa you must be like top of your game or even like universal champion like that this is so silly they're probably going to swap the belts yeah um and whatever because like whatever with the number of reigns that charlotte has that's all a joke as well because no one should have that many reigns it means you lose a lot anyway um <laughs> Like having like four or five reigns, like a good solid number. You know, when you get into like double figures, you just you've just lost a lot, is what you're telling me. Um, but anyway, I thought this match is like was was very good, and Bianca um, is incredible. Uh, like the one hand with Sasha as well, like the power and the strength, and I just worry with Bianca like obviously what happened to at SummerSlam like I will never ever ever agree with that no matter how people want to spin it will never ever agree with that especially with like in the setting of what her and Sasha did at Wrestlemania um you know and just like the the meaning of that and then you have to think about well how did that story end as in Bianca's title reign well that's how it ended so they're not even thinking about those like issues of just you know ah but anyway and I I worry about her though because she's so great but now we do have Becky back and they just love having everything revolve around the horse women and it's no fault of those women um at all like it's not their fault but it is so hard to kind of break in to that barrier just like for the men it is so hard for anyone to break into like the four people that they decide are like top stars that's why when someone suggests like a Keith Lee getting a big match you have to be like I'd love that but I don't see it happening and um yeah I don't know I just think Bianca's great and I just wish that things could be that things were booked where you could have multiple great women's feuds and multiple great women's feuds like throughout the card. And it wasn't just this feeling of how tight it is at the top that for her, it is so much easier for her to have a place if Becky is out and if Bailey is out and if Sasha is taking time off, you know, like that kind of thing. I just wish it could be just easy for her when normal service is resumed. Um, but she it was so impressive in this match. Just so impressive. Yeah, I, it's it's unfortunate that, you know, they, they had to do it this way because they could have yeah. easily made it that, you know, uh, Bianca beat Charlotte on Monday Night Raw because she was going yeah. over to Raw. And then Sasha could have won here because it looked like I thought I thought for a second there after Bianca hits the KLD and Sasha throws her out of the ring that Sasha was going to get the victory so the title could stay on SmackDown. But 
Of course not. We're going to get another swapsies like the New Day and Street Profits last year. And and it's going to lead to another title champion versus champion match with Sasha versus Charlotte at Survivor Series. And that's the next show that we uh, got coming up. Are you looking forward to anything on that card? No, um, no, that that sounds like I'm just, uh, you know, crapping on it for for that sake. But um, I'm really not. Like Survivor Series used to be fun when yeah. when things mattered. But the whole like, you know, if they're doing brand war or whatever, that doesn't matter if you've just switched brands. And I I still think like the idea of brand warfare is just really silly because people just wouldn't have that loyalty. It was much better if it was if it's like team whoever like if it was team team woman versus team um yeah. Biggie, you know like whatever because then you can see people having those those loyalties i don't think like you know at, at work if you you worked for mcdonald's and they were like you're gonna face the staff from burger king the people that were taking their loyalty to mcdonald's really seriously would be the people that you're probably making fun of behind their back being like you know dude it's only <laughs> Not real, you know, it's, it's only where we where we happen to work right now and that's kind of the same with the brands isn't it but yeah so true. i'm not hyped for survivor series yet but i might get there i might get there and my other question for you since we talked about bianca belair what's your thoughts on her being number one in the pwi women's 150 today it was announced right who was number two uh yutami from stardom Number three was nice. Diana Parata, and number four was Britt Baker. Yeah, okay. Um, that's hard. Diana has been amazing. Yeah. Britt has been amazing. I think I would give it to Bianca. Um, yeah, I think I would give it to Bianca because she's been so impressive. She is really one of the only good examples of the performance center system working like she she actually is as far as like where she started from uh she's an amazing athlete uh her match with sasha uh, at wrestlemania was an incredible match um yeah i i wouldn't if i was making the list i would have to sit and really think about it Britt baker would not be my number one um the person in aw i'd be thinking about the most is thunder rosa uh, but tiana is someone that i 100 percent wouldn't leave out of the top five and but i think bianca is definitely a worthy number one yeah that's awesome yeah, I'm I'm very happy for uh African American woman being uh number one in the PWI. I'd love to see that type of stuff. And uh yeah, I would agree. Like it was either Bianca, Diana, Britt, mm-hmm. Utami, and Shuri, I think are the probably the best women's wrestlers that not a lot of people know about. So yeah. I was happy to see both of those ladies in the top ten as well. Uh we got a super chat donation from one of our good eggs here, Cyclone, saying uh it's been five months since we got this button that's nuts hashtag love the good eggs yes and you can become a part of the good egg community by pressing that join button become a wrestling daily member i want to say thank you to everyone who joined us live on this later stream that we did here for our wrestling daily today our our makeshift uh crown jewel post show want to thank you steph chase for uh joining us and of course 
shouts out to our our papa our irish chief uh alex mccarthy and steph you know we we had the birthday yesterday the one year anniversary of wrestling daily any thoughts on a one year of wrestling daily and of course where can the people find you i know you got your reviews and your youtube Mm -hmm. channel great interview with scorpio sky by the way let them know where they can find you what do you think about our birthday yeah, go check out my interview with Scorpio Sky and Trey Miguel from Impact that I just put up the other day. But it's amazing that it's one year of wrestling daily. I've loved doing the show so much. I have made so many friends and it's so lovely like to see the same people popping up in the chats and then those people that have come over to my um, aw weekly streams as well and just it's a lovely community and yeah it's been great working with you and alex so we've got sat in the team now and it's just may it may it continue and i can't wait till our two-year anniversary and more and more but it's amazing how fast like the channel has grown as well and it's great to see you all um enjoy what we have to say yes i want to thank everyone who joined us yesterday for the one year join us today for our crown jewel pro show alex mccarthy will be back in his main chair tomorrow as he has special guests nate milton and professor chris from the nubian wrestling advocates yes that's a great podcast yes that's so cool nate did my um my post show with my aw post show with me so yeah he he's so great Yes, we. I had them on True Hill. He uh, 147, uh, all African American fantasy draft. They whooped mm. me and Ness's uh, butts on that. So check out that as well, and check me out True Hill SP3. So for Steph Chase, it is me. It is me. Your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been Wrestling Daily's Crown Jewel 2021 post show. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.